So, hey, I just wanted to check in with everyone. We seem to have made a mistake yesterday when we were recording our second episode of Bold in Freehold, New Jersey at the American Hotel. We did not record the introduction. And that would clearly be my producer's fault. Nick, he made another mistake. <laughs> so just kidding, Nick. You do a fantastic job. So you'll see episode two for Bold. We had an amazing a bunch of guests that came on talking about some things different than we did the first time around. So please check it out. Thanks, guys. All right, we're happy to welcome our first guest today, Mr. Dennis Driscoll. Dennis, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Gregory. My pleasure. What's it's always happening? a pleasure to see you. It is, isn't it? <laughs> and you as well. All right, so we're almost done with this bold class. We only have a couple of sessions left. What do you see, think people are pulling out of it? I think people are pulling out of it the need to be organized, all right? Because the number one thing they were talking about the last few bolds was their lack of ability to stay too uh, time schedule. Sure. So time blocking. So it, it's such a basic thing, but it gets away from us so easily. And I think that's the main thing I've been hearing from a lot of people. Hey, and you know what? And you've been a coach for a long period of time. You've been at different levels of leadership within the real estate industry. I mean, is that something you just see as a re reoccurring theme in the business? 100%. It doesn't matter what level, if you want to call it a level of leadership I'm in or coaching. Right. It's a common theme that's running throughout. If people are not organized, sticking to their time blocking, it, it gets off the rails pretty quick and it's hard to get back on. What do you think the best way is for them to control that? Should they be using a paper schedule? They do it in email, red, green time. I've heard of that before. Yep. yep. I, you know, I get asked all the time, what should I use? And my answer always goes back to what will you use? Right. If you're a paper person, use the paper. If you are strictly a Google Calendar guy, which I am not, apparently I have a Google Calendar. <laughs> I didn't know. I found out today then that's what you should use. But, and the other thing is to have someone look it over, have the accountability. Yeah, uh, It really does matter. Have someone check your schedule with you. You know, and you bring up a great point with that from an accountability standpoint. Do you think people are best served with having a coach? Should they use their peer? Should it be their manager? Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, again, whatever will work for you, right? Right. It shouldn't be your friend and your buddy. Absolutely. Right. They'll let you off the hook too easy? Yeah, sure. You know, I understand why the kitty, kitty ate the goldfish okay. or something. But why So you can't you? be my accountability partner. I well, you know I couldn't be yours. Uh, you could definitely be mine. No, absolutely. But it needs to be someone who could be look at it dispassionately sure. and just say, hey, you said this was going to happen. It didn't. What was the obstacle? Sure. And how can we overcome that? Yeah, makes sense. Okay. So if we were going to break down time blocking for real estate, you know, what do those segments look like? So between, you know, 8 and 10, I'm doing X. Between 10 and 12, I'm doing Y. You break down a good schedule. Sure. If well, if we follow the MREA style uh, breakdown. Millionaire real estate. Exactly. Uh, eight, yeah, eight, agent. Yes. Investor is the other book. Yes, yes. Right. Um, so Gary says that we should do, the, our lead generation should be the first thing. Yeah. All right. So between 8 and 10 should be our lead generation. What gets lost in there is preparation. Right. lead gen right you got to know who you're going to lead gen who you're calling who you're writing to and what are you going to say when you get in touch with them so right. prepping that is part of those two hours that's and a that great gets lost. that's a great point now do you think that that's a night before activity because you can't just come in all willy-nilly i'm gonna start no, making phone calls no no well that's it whether it's a night before or part of that eight to ten could sure. be prep right all right uh, when you get into the groove you'll do it the night before or a day before and have your stuff on the desk ready to go Sure. All right. If it's not there, take a half hour of that eight to ten. Get prepped. You know, get your breath together. Practice a script for a moment. What am I going to say to these folks? Why am I calling them? Right. What am I bringing to them? What do I want to communicate? 
and then start dialing and smiling. Now, that's a great point. The prep is half the battle. It is. Right? It I'm is. calling expired listings mm-hmm. today, and that has a certain, let's call it, I don't like to use the word script, but a certain presentation sure. associated with it. Mm-hmm. If I'm calling uh, for sale by owners, that's another presentation. Absolutely. And being able to mentally gear yourself up for it. Mm-hmm. I get a question for you along those lines. You think when you're blocking for, in this example, the 8 to 10 time frame, Dennis, do you think people should focus on one type of preparation they should focus on or should Absolutely. they talk okay Absolutely. don't talk yeah I, i'm i'm big on go deep not wide right good all point. right so so let's pick who we're going to speak to yep or speak with what do we want to communicate what's the objective of this communication sure all right and be ready to relay that and be ready for any responses and whether if you set an hour to do these things do it for an hour then step up, pat yourself on the back, walk away, you've done it, move on to the next. Right? Yeah. It's two hours, do it. But know who you're going to speak with and what you want to communicate. How do you feel about you know, people partnering up to do it? You think it holds them more accountable? Yeah, I think it can. Uh, we, we always let ourselves off the hook pretty easily. Right. We're hard on ourselves on one hand, but yet we know why we didn't do something. And we can justify it all the time. And we're much less likely to let someone else down. Right. So if we're in this together, we're, we're going to do this lead gen together. Greg, you and I are going to uh, go get some clients. If I have a task to do as part of that deal with you and I, I'm going to make sure it's done. Yeah. If it's just me, uh, yeah, I didn't do it today. I'll get to it tomorrow. But if, if I didn't do it today and I got to speak to Greg, yeah. hey, you know, that's a, that's a tougher mirror to look at. No, it's know? a nugget of information, too, because at the end of the day, it's no different than if you're working out, right? You're more prone to stay in a routine, discipline routine, exercise routine. I use routine a lot of times. Yeah. I'm going to use it one more time. In that routine, right. you know, you then can, you don't want to let the other person down, to right. your point. Right. right. And we, you know, we all want to look good too, right? right. Whether it's at the gym <laughs> and working out or yeah. we, we want to look good. We want to be right. We want to be heard, right? All of those yeah. things. So having someone else to, to bounce off these things with. And go through it with me. It goes a long way. I and think. to pat you on the back when you do it the yeah. right way. Absolutely. Positive reinforcement. Absolutely. All right. So we're eight to 10 time blocking. We're calling people. What does the rest of the someone's schedule look like? Well, after, after that, it's follow up, right? Yeah. So you work on your business, you work in your business. Now we got to get into the business. Right. Follow up with all those little fires that are inevitably going to come up, yep. whether it's calling our lender to get that pre approval, uh, following up with an inspector, whatever it is, that's that time. And then after in the afternoon, we're prepping it again for the next day. Who are we going to sure. speak with tomorrow? What are we going to do? And, you know, you start putting that together. And like the Vache, our bowl coach here, was talking about, she's done at 430. Right. All right. And listen, not everybody could be done at 430, but we set a time and we're done. Right. right? And then it starts all over the next day. All right. And it does take time. A, a big thing that was brought up today, too, if I could real quick. Please. Is that um, people think, oh, I made my schedule. I'm done. That's right. half the battle. Even the coach today said that it took her over a year to really get into that groove of, of constantly following through on her schedule. Sure. So it, it does. It is a challenge, and it is a, um, a hill to climb. And having someone else again to to assist you could really keep you on track with that. I think well, again, whether it's a coach, a mentor, a, yeah. a team leader, or just makes someone. sense, Dennis. And to your yeah. point about the repetition, it's like what is it? Sixty-six days. Sixty-six days is the average time for it to for become a a, to become a habit. Thank you. To become right? a habit. Yeah, but uh, you know, and that's average. So some people may take you know six months. Other it could people, take a couple yeah. of years if you're. Yeah, I'm just saying, well, my brain works a little yeah. slow. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people, too. If I get off track a little bit, then I'm like, oh, I'm off track. It's done. Well, you know what? It's not. Get back on track. You what know? kind of advice could you give for people to get derailed? 
right? Because it happens to everybody. It's going to happen. Yeah. But but we're in a society too. When we get derailed, then we're kind of done with it, right? right? And that's where that's why. The, you know, making that uh, promise to go to the gym every New Year's, you go a couple of days, you get off it, it's over, right? right. The key I've been trying to teach my uh, coaching clients is that it's okay. We're, we're humans. This is going to happen. You're off for one day. You did 28 days. You were great. It's, we're not back to zero. Let's get right back on. Right. Day 29, you skip the day. Let's go. You know. Right. That's fantastic. Yeah. Any other nuggets you can give in reference to time management and blocking, time blocking? You know, it, it just goes back to being purposeful about it. Is, is you got to write it down or it doesn't exist. We've heard that before. Right. But what is I, it? The faintest pen is mightier than the great biggest sword biggest, or biggest something sword like that. Yeah. Or the loudest words, there right? You go. So my thing is I got I to gotta see it in front of me. So, oh, that's what, exactly what I'm doing today. And another thing we do, we, we tend to look at our list at the end of the day and we really hyper-focus on what we didn't do right. in our to-do list. So I'm, I've switched that around with myself and a lot of my clients is that let's look at what we did do. Right? Yeah. This is a, that's the that's the positivity. There's that's the secret sauce. We did this. One or two things we didn't do. It's all right. We'll get they're back on our list. We'll hit them tomorrow. That's a great perspective let's on it. Celebrate too. these. You know? No, you're right though. That's because we don't do that as humans. No. We're always looking at a yeah. tendency to look at the negative. Yeah. If we if we wrote ten things down, did nine of them, what's, what's jumping out is it's always the one. You're so right. So get rid of that. Uh, that's that's a great perspective on the whole thing, Dennis. Now, Dennis, I know you got to run. You got to get back into a meeting. Yeah, there's no running. I'll walk kind of <laughs> no deliberately. There you go. <laughs> Dennis Driscoll, thank you very much for taking the time with us today. My pleasure, sir. Oh, as always. All right, Good we'll see you, you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Dennis. All right. Hey, I'd like to welcome our next guest, James. How are you? Thanks hey, for I'm joining doing us. Well, how are you, James? What's your last name? Hodgkins. James Hodgkins. Great to meet you, James. Pleasure. All right, so you're at the Bold Training. What are you pulling out of it so far? So I think the big thing that I'm getting from it is is sharing experiences of what what's working really well for people. Sure. What's what's you know some good ideas that I could bring. Um, you know, they say you can learn in any situation. So even if it's something that you don't want to do, you're learning something that maybe doesn't work for you. Sure. But I think it's it's about mindset, right? It's about getting ready to attack the day yeah what do you get in so the things that you are pulling out of it from other people what are a couple of those things that you're seeing you know they're, they're, it's like lead generation ideas right so yeah. like maybe if you if you're going to a gym it's setting up some sort of community or event within your gym to to really get not just maybe a lead but to to get to know people that you're around yeah. because, build a community yeah and yeah. It's, it's about getting in front of people right because if nobody knows who you are then no one's going to use you yeah right and so. you know that's really the name of the game is kind yeah. of build that community that network that works with you that you work within exactly how long have you been doing it for so i've actually i'm i'm newer to the game okay. um i joined last november yep. um I've been I came onto a great team um, and I've been lucky enough to have you know I'm working on my eighth deal right now congratulations so thank you very much yeah I'm, I'm, I'm right there for for capping right oh, there man, so you're gonna get there I'm hoping I'm hoping I got I got a couple coming up so okay. that, that should get me to that that spot but yeah it's uh you know I'm newer so I I've obviously got tons to learn from everybody sure. every walk of life but I think you know, having done it a year, I've, I can look back and see, you know, the biggest things that I would change or things like that. And it's it's been coming Just, to bold has yeah. been really eye opening. That's fantastic. That. It's yeah. that learning process. Yeah. And for you, I think one of the good advantages for you is when we're going into this next market, you're going to see a big be a big first time homebuyer market. Right, right. And actually, that's yeah. a lot of my business right yeah. now is first time homebuyers. Yeah. Because well, you're in that seem like you're in that age demographic. Yeah, well, I'm I'm at like the tail end of the millennials, okay. right? So yeah. it's it's people a little bit younger than me that are 
Yeah. That's who I'm working with. That's fantastic. I mean, all that got pushed off kind of like back up a few years. It was a first time home buyer market. That's what we were going into in 2020, James. Mm -hmm. Then COVID hit. Then COVID. And it all went away. And the first time home buyer really got priced or negotiated out of the market. So they get that whole backlog of people that are in that age bracket that are going to pounce on the marketplace as this thing changes. And that's what I'm hoping for because my buyers need that. (laughs) You're going to be ahead of it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Hey, so when when Dennis Dennis Marks referred Mm -hmm. you over to us, he had mentioned something about putting together a group. Yeah. And a group with people that are tattooed, exterior tattooed, that you could see. Well, I guess everyone's exterior tattooed. So Dennis and I are both heavily tattooed. And and it's funny because, you know, I've I've been getting tattoos for 16-some years now. And... Um, once you start getting them in the, the spots that everybody sees them yeah. all the time, you get, there is a prejudice, right? And so our big thing is to kind of draw some attention to, you can be tattooed and you can be professional. How know? do you think people judge you negatively if you have tattoos? You know, it's, it's, it's not so much that I feel like I'm judged negatively yeah. once I get in front of them, sure. once I can actually have a conversation, um, I think it's I think that's the older stereotype of oh you have tattoos so maybe you're not this professional that I can trust or or sure. believe in and I think it comes down to don't judge a book by its cover right mm. um, I was at a that's dinner throughout once. life exactly yeah. I was at a dinner once and I heard some people over talking uh, my buddy had won a free dinner fifteen friends we all show up we're all tattooed they're like oh I hear them say oh, I, I don't think there's anything such as a positive tattoo and I kind of leaned over and I said uh, I excuse me, my knuckles say positive. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know? yeah. So that was pretty much the end of that Here, show them to the camera. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Oh, oh, right in front of you. Here. Yeah. Show so it says ca- positive right there. That's great, James. Yeah. You know what? My wife is has a lot of tattoos, and you'd, you'd never know. Right. So she has a very similar perspective. She's fortunate where they're not so much down on her arms or people can't judge her ahead of time. She gets them, gets them to let them know her first. Mm-hmm. And then they'll see your tattoos and be like, I didn't see that coming. Right, right. Right? And what does that even mean, right? right. See what coming. And that's it, right? It's, it's just because somebody has a tattoo, just because somebody chooses to believe in one thing or yeah. another, it doesn't make them any less of capable of doing their job or, or being a good person. So, What an antiquated old operating system that some people still run by. Isn't it? It, Isn't it, it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate you sharing yeah, that with us. I course. think somewhere down the line, we're going to do a more detailed show on that. I'd love that. I yeah. think Dennis and I would, would love to sit down and, and just, you know, we're, we're actually sitting down later this evening and hashing out a few more details for it so we can great. really get the ball rolling on it. So. Yeah, I, we're going to do a deeper show. Nick and I were talking about it. Let's pull down those stereotype walls that are ridiculous to begin with. Let's do it. All right, so we're almost done with this. I know you got to get to lunch in a, in a couple of minutes. What are you hoping to pull out of this now that we're at the back end of the training? I think for me, it's, it's consistency and, and, you you know, accountability, but not just from somebody else. It's self-accountability. It's, you know, we, we've been talking about getting a good schedule together. It's following that schedule. Yeah. Putting the work in. It's not just saying it, it's doing it. Right. Yeah. Well, you can make anything happen, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time with us, James. Absolutely. We'll be catching up with you. We're going to do another show. Please. All right. Thanks, James. Go get your lunch. Take care. Thanks. All right, so we want to welcome Shaylin to the show. Shaylin, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Uh, no, I think I pulled you away from your chicken salad. Uh, it was uh, like a granola parfait. <laughs> Is that what it was? Same, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thanks for taking the time to, to join us. Of course, thank you. All right, so how long have you been in the industry for? So I've been in about a year and seven months, actually. I've been with Keller the entire time. Okay. 
How do you like it? I really love it. I definitely ended up at the right brokerage. That's fantastic. And and how's how are things going for you thus far? It's going really well. I would say the most challenging aspect to this as a new agent was prior to being licensed, all you heard about was this. It, it's such a good time to get in. It's such a good time to get in. Right. But it was the most competitive time to get in. That's a great point. And luckily, we have a lot of agents within our eight offices or however many we have at this point because we're just expanding like crazy. Um, so so much experience. We have Dino, executive broker, sits on the board. Just like those little things yeah, are I might super know important. Him. Yeah, <laughs> he, I think he, I, I may have heard him on this before. <laughs> Good, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> That's okay. But it's definitely been a challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, I got into real estate because I loved real estate itself. But there's lead generation to this. It's 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 a monster, and to take it all in at a young age is. Difficult, especially during a pandemic. You know what? You make such a great point with that because people have the perception of, oh, you're coming in at the greatest time ever to come in. Well, there's some validity to that because of how quickly houses are moving. Mm -hmm. But people neglect to talk about the fact, hey, that was the most competitive time ever. Right, right. And that's a steep learning curve, especially when, when you're working with all this influx of people coming in the industry, it really coupled is. with the experienced people. Right. And this is so learning based. So yeah. for me, it's been practicing scripts and cold calling. But in reality, I started a year and seven months ago. The scripts and cold calling has changed every day. Right. It's been a, d- a different market. Interest rates have changed. I mean, it was as long as I've been in the business, always a seller's market, and we're just starting to see this turnover. So it's interesting. It's been hard work. And how is it? How adaptable have you been to it? Well, I would say I'm pretty good. I'm definitely a people's <laughs> definitely a people's person. <laughs> I was in the service. Yeah. Thank you. I was in the service industry my entire life. Worked in restaurants. Worked with people from hostess to manager. So I had that aspect to my personality already. Yep. Now it's just learning and applying the business side of it and the sales side of it to real estate. Did you find it intimidating when you came in? Yes, <laughs> extremely. And I still do. There's yeah. so much to learn. You'll never know it all. Um, there, It goes wide and it goes deep. So you got to be in it for the long haul if if you want to be a part. Yeah, no, makes sense. Now this, so we're in this bold for eight weeks right. and it's not required, correct? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. It's all so, voluntary. Uh, so if it's voluntary and you know, it actually it, it probably cost a couple dollars to come do it. Oh, it did. <laughs> and it's a great investment in yourself. Right. Why did you do it? I did this because I saw the biggest players in our offices. We have an awesome Facebook group where we all get together. We can answer questions. Everyone's there to help. And I saw the biggest players, not even just in the industry, but within my offices, take part. And I'm like, if they're doing it and they're doing this type of volume, I should be doing it too. That's great, Shay. And what are you pulling out of it personally? I think what I'm pulling out of it personally is systems and models and consistency is so important Mm. and you can hear it time over and time over again but unless you're in a room like this filled with i don't know maybe 300 agents that we have here today does it really sink in right right and you know systems models consistency Mm -hmm. You know, those things, you have to, it's, it's mastering A, B, and C, right? It is, it is. It's not, I don't have to figure out A to Z. Give me A, B, and C, and let me just, you know what, yeah. repeat. Yeah, time, <laughs> repeat time blocking, time. time blocking. Right? And it's like, it's so easy, but it's sticking to it is the hardest part. What do you think you'll implement coming out of here? Time blocking, yeah. 1,000%, that's it. I mean, honestly, when you break down the day, how many hours you have in a day, there really is so much. So yeah. if you can stick to 
your schedule, you can be in and out of the office in three to four hours and the rest of the day is yours, but you just have to stay committed to it. You know what? At the end of the day, it's not quantity of hours. It's Mm -hmm. quality of hours. Exactly. It's how are you spending your time? Yeah. And what's the point of being in an industry that has some built-in flexibility if you're just going to kind of squander the time. Right. right. And I would say firsthand, I got into this because I wanted the flexible, luxurious life. I right. wanted to be able to do whatever I want whenever I can. And I, I can do that. Yeah. But when I got in, I was so unorganized. I didn't really know what steps to take. So after coming to things like this or just general training with Keller Williams, you start to realize you can control that schedule. Right. You just need to stick to it. Right. All right, so we're going to come out of here. We're going to have time blocking. How are you going to hold yourself accountable? Well, there's some agents in the office that I work with. We all meet together. I have a lender that we talk to, and it's that's that's how it's accountability and keeping in touch with people that you see are looking to go down the same road that you are. And are you in any type of coaching or anything like that? No, I'm actually not. I think I need to be, but we're working on that. I'm very hard at committing. I don't like to sign anything. So (laughs) it's funny because I try to get people, people to do that with me all the time. Meanwhile, I'm the most difficult person to convince. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Well, if it's right for you, you'll kind of move in that direction. It's all about the feeling and the vibes, you know? Uh, Well, give me one more nugget. One more nugget for everybody out in the audience right now. I would say that if there is something that you want to do that you have a desire to do, go do it full throttle. It doesn't matter where you are in life, how old you are, what you think you're capable of. Just go sit down, do the same things every day, consistency, and you'll get to where you want to be. That's great. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just push forward. Just Shaylin, push that forward. was fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Right. Thanks, Greg. Oh, it was, so it was a pleasure having you. We'll look forward to catching up with you in the future. Awesome. I can't wait to see more. Uh, thanks, Shaylin. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Well, thank you, James. We have James joining us. Thanks for say, so much for taking the time, James. I know we're interrupting your lunch. Nah, no problem, Greg. Thank you for having me. It's a yeah, pleasure. No, no, no. Our pleasure. All right. We're getting towards the tail end of everything. You've been here for seven weeks now through this bold training. What are you pulling out of it to this point? A, a lot of good stuff. Uh, basically, everything is just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people talk to talk, but they don't actually do anything. Yep. Uh, that's why my favorite motto was to be, do, achieve. Yeah. The hardest part in that saying is the do part. Yeah, you I could agree more. You always think about who you want to do. You always try to achieve it. But if you don't actually do it and put your effort, you're not going to get it. All right. So you, you tell me, like, how this time around, because we all kind of know that intrinsically, mm-hmm. right? It's just do it. It's Nike, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's what's going to change for you to keep yourself accountable to make it happen, James? Two things that are helping me a lot from here. Uh, making a schedule. Yeah. That way you don't lose track of something. You don't forget about something that's really important. And you don't double book yourself. Yeah. That's the worst thing to do when you're an agent. And second, have an accountability partner. Yeah. Uh, like, it's always good to say, oh, I'm doing this because I have a family I want to take care of. I'm doing this for myself. But sometimes it slips your mind because sure. you get caught doing something else. And if you have a friend or somebody close that works in the same field, did you get to do this today? Did you get to do that like you said you would? Yeah. It's good. Even if it's just a reminder, it helps you out a lot. No question about it. And that's come up a few times. Have you picked your accountability partner? Well, luckily, one of my good friends from elementary school is an agent. Uh, oh. I don't know if you met him, Dennis Mark. I think he's been on the show before. (laughs) The general. Of course he's been on the show. I've been friends with him since fifth grade. All right. All right. So you got like a drill instructor that's going to hold you accountable for it. He's been great. How are you going to hold him accountable? Basically the same thing, like uh, just by picking his brain because he became a coach within the past couple months. Yep. And so I love that too, that he's my closest friend with the group and he's a coach so he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I pick his brain all the time. And there's a lot of times when I'll come up with stuff that even though he's been news for a couple years now. 
He doesn't know. You so know, it's good to learn together. It's it totally it is. Okay. You know, I've been in this industry. I've been in the mortgage industry for 25 years. I learn something every day. Yeah, no matter how long you've been doing it, there's always something new. That's right. If and you're not growing, you you're dying, my man. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so true. He's doing a great job. Like it's almost like I don't have to. <laughs> but no, like uh, whenever I need something, he's there. Yeah. Uh, and I do it. Like even if I don't need, I'll just call the chat just so he doesn't forget about me. You know what right. I mean? To me, that's since he knows more than me. That's yeah. how I hold him accountable. And I always ask him, so what you get today? You have any uh, open houses you want me to do for you? Right. You know, that way it makes him say, no, I haven't listed a house in a week or two. Maybe I should get another one. <laughs> just so I have something to do, you know? <laughs> All right. So we know we got we to gotta schedule and we just got to do it. Give me one more thing. Sure. What else are we getting? Uh, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. A lot of times people... That's a nugget. That's a talking, nugget, everyone. Yeah. Go, yeah. go ahead. I'm it, sorry. Even if you start talking to somebody, say you meet somebody at ShopRite, you start talking. A lot of times you'll start talking about what you do. Yeah. So what? A lot of people do that. Yeah. Now ask, can I call you later? Can we talk about this again? Can I come visit you, see your house? If you don't ask, you're not going to get a yes. You'll never know. You know what? I got to say, in reference to that, that's one of the biggest areas that salespeople fail in. Yes. Yeah, you're really comfortable. Hey, you want to talk about real estate? You want to talk about mortgages? You want to talk about knives or whatever it is that you're selling, right? People want to talk about it and you can engage them, but at the end of the conversation, it just stops. It just stops. Yep. Right? There's no kind of, there's no ask for the business. Set the next level of expectation as to where the conversation yeah. can go. A lot of people tell you you want to follow up. Follow up is great, but yeah. if you still don't ask at the end, all that follow up is for nothing. You know, they might be ready to close the first time you talk. Yeah. But you didn't ask. So now yeah. you're just talking and wasting weeks and months and who knows what happens. Total. You know, and I think that people are afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. Like they're comfortable talking about what it is that they do, but they're afraid to ask someone for the next step. That's definitely true. And it could be yeah. for a lot of reasons. Like say if you're talking to a friend, you don't want to ask because you don't want this friendly conversation to be something like, you know, oh, he's only talking to me because he wants to make money off of me. Yeah. You don't want your friends to feel that way. Totally. Or if you meet a stranger somewhere and you're out in public. You don't want them to feel like this whole conversation is just to get a pitch and get money out of you. Right. So there's a point when you, you have to ask yes. You have to know when to ask, which is tricky sometimes. Yeah. And you have to do it on a friendly basis so they yeah. don't think you're only after them for their money. Yeah, it's a great point. And there's that process of how do you ask. Exactly. Right? You got to make it work in the conversation. I, I think if people, you're honest and genuine at the end of the day, Correct. the how part kind of falls into play. Yeah, honest, right? integrity. That's it. That's it. That's, be upfront with everything. Integrity, respect, commitment. You know, I'll take you to the next level. Well, James, anything else you have to add while you're here? No, I mean, this is great. I, I just love this. Uh, getting some feedback from here is awesome. I can't wait to see what people think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure having you on awesome. the show. Thank you. And James, everybody, big round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm holding you up. I know you got something else that you have to right, do. Thank Thanks you, for taking a, a few minutes. Thanks, okay. James. And this is Greg Wareham with Your Mortgage Process. We appreciate you listening today. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.